Hello and welcome to Japan 2.0. We're coming at you live today from a concert. Yeah, yeah, it's really industrial here.、Uh, we're actually at a place, it's called the Osaka Creative Center. Creative Center. Yeah. And,、um, basically, what they did is they converted an old,、uh, it was a nautical. Uh, It's like a port warehouse. Yeah, yeah. They used to build ships here. Then、uh, now they've converted it into this big art center. And there's a lot of cool events that happen here. And actually, it's pretty close to my home, which is kind of crazy because、uh, there's not a whole lot of cool stuff like this by my home, you know? Yeah, there's like names you know, of artists that we follow you know, that are here. Yeah, Aka Gorilla. Aka Gorilla is a big one.、Yeah. Some people that were on that mixtape I did a while back, you know, the women of Japanese rap. Yeah,、so. it's all like a hip hop. Oriented, so like、uh, MC Dopeness is another big one for us, right? Yeah, yeah. Donuts Disco Deluxe. So, yeah, if you like the hip hop stuff we play, check out some of those names, and that's who we're here to see today, you know? But we're not here to talk about hip hop, David. Not really. Or, yeah, this event, we just happen to be here. <laughs> you know, whenever we can get together, we always try to sneak away and record. That's, that's、right. literally what we're doing, is just sneaking away from the concert because, <laughs> you know, we're, we're busy these days. But,、um, yeah, we're here to talk about I just got back from Tokyo, and we're here in Osaka. So, we're going to combine those two things and kind of talk about some of the. We've done episodes you know, on districts of Osaka. We've done episodes on Tokyo. We've never really sat down and kind of compared the two. Yeah. So, that's kind of the main idea of today's show. Well, we had a big conversation off, off mic about this.、Yeah. And、um, I think we realized that we had a lot to talk about and we had a,、uh, you know, some strong opinions.、Mm. So, I think that's why,、um, you know, why did, we decided to do this. And,、uh, But we decided to talk about the contrast because there really is a big difference between Kansai and,、um, and Tokyo. I mean, Tokyo is kind of like a, it's almost like a country into itself yeah, in yeah, some yeah. ways. And Kansai is, you know, Osaka is the heart of Kansai, right? It's the biggest city here, it has the strongest culture. So I guess we're just kind of using those as metaphors. Yeah.、Um, but yeah, yeah, there's a lot of like, I wouldn't say hate for one another, but there's definitely a rivalry between the two cities, you know? Yeah, I think there's definitely people that feel like, you know, they're all about Kansai or they're all about Tokyo. I feel like more people are all about Tokyo, especially if you're talking about young people. Yeah. You know, people in their, you know, 20s to, to 40s, you know? Have you met anyone living out here, though, that like openly says, like, yeah, I prefer Tokyo? I don't. I've never met anyone who will vocally say it except for me. <laughs> No, I think people, people that live in Kansai or Osaka, you know, they, they love being here in Osaka because I think it still has that, that vibe of being、um, a little more down to earth. Down to earth. I think there's an underdog spirit to some degree. Yeah, I think that has to do with,、um, I mean, you look at the Hanshin Tigers, right? The baseball team, the、yeah. people are like, if they're fans, they're crazy fans. We、yeah. met a crazy fan. We were、today. just at the convenience store parking lot, and this guy pulled us aside. Not that we're wearing any Hanshin Tigers or Osaka paraphernalia, just to show us his Hanshin Tiger collection in his car. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty intense. Yeah, I don't know why he thought we'd be interested in it, but、yeah. <laughs> that's how much he loves Hanshin Tigers, the local baseball team, you know?、Uh, I was one of the first guys I've seen in Osaka with the pompadour, like a proper pompadour,、uh, too, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, he was very much a rockabilly guy. I think you were just telling me the other day you don't see A lot of them, was it? No,、you? no, you don't、and、see I, that many.、Yeah. But then I, I think I told you,、oh, I see them pretty regularly. No, I don't see that often, them that often. I、yeah. mean, I thought I'd see them more, yeah, especially yeah. being here in Osaka because Osaka is kind of known for being a little more rough, you know, and a little more、um, it's good for and, music and, if you like punk or hip hop, like music of the streets, right? Yeah, Osaka has a certain authenticity that in Tokyo you wouldn't get because. We'll get into later. One of the big differences, I think, is just like kind of like the Ritz and glamour. You know, Tokyo is just really 
so many just shopping centers and expensive stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, where if you were making music or culture, you know, that was like from the streets, it'd be kind of hard to believe. Like, where's the ghetto of Tokyo? I actually know the answer to that, but it doesn't compare to some of the rough oh, areas no. in I Osaka, mean, if you know? If you want street cred, I mean, coming out of like Hanazonocho or a neighborhood like Nishinari, which, yeah. you know, once South. again, go back to our old podcast about Nishinari. Yeah. And um, yeah, we're not too far from that like, area today, right? No. Yeah. But that being said, a lot of Tokyo acts are out here today. So, um, you know, it's all a matter of like, I guess it's kind of a matter of perspective. But I do think that like both places do do certain things better than others. You know, Mm. like you said, I think like if you if you want to have a little more street cred, I think being out here in Osaka would definitely give you that because it is a little rougher. Um, You know, we. I know that like yakuza and, and gangs and stuff are, are pretty big in Tokyo too, mm. but out here we we get the killings a lot. You Ko- know? Kobe's got Recently, one. Recently there was one. Ko- yeah. Kobe's got the biggest at one time the biggest yakuza family. They've been some factions and divisions and stuff. So I don't know if that's true anymore. But uh, yeah. yeah, there's definitely a strong sense of that you know out here. Um, for me, like on the recent trip, I told you, you know, I've been so many times now, but to Tokyo, yes, to Tokyo. Uh, the first day or two is usually where you feel it the strongest, the differences, you know, and then you kind of just get numb to it, and it's like, oh yeah, well, it's all Japan. So it is a subtle to a degree, you know. We live here, and but if you're just traveling, I don't think you'd notice a huge, massive difference, you know. Yeah, I think if you live here, you definitely notice the difference. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, there. One thing you'll you'll definitely notice, and I think this goes into like one one big difference, mm. is that. Um, in Tokyo, people are more open to start new things and bring in new things. So I think there's more of an international vibe. You yeah. Know? And um, I think that there, that a lot of people that are entrepreneurs are more likely to go to Tokyo to um, open a business and stuff because here in Osaka, like, I think it's still an old boys network, you know? I, you know, like when Uber tried to come into Osaka, they, they were met with all kinds of problems because the taxi companies were saying, oh, you can't take our business. You know, we've been here for, you know, the beginning of time since taxis were around. Yeah. And so, um, you know, that entrepreneurship is like kind of hindered out here in Kansai. Yeah, and Kyoto similarly, which is also, if you don't know, Kyoto is part of Kansai. Uh, they've hit some of the biggest problems with the Airbnb as well. Yeah, I Airbnb know is another big one, yeah. The law there states something about, like, the paint. I don't know the exact rule, but, like, you can't just roll in, you know, to the Airbnb and exchange the key in Kyoto, technically. I've stayed at places where I have done that, but I've met a couple of people who are doing it the right way, the way that they have to do Airbnb in Kyoto, which is, like, you have to meet off-site, like, at a different business to pay. So I met a guy who was big into Airbnb. He's actually from Michigan as well. And he ran a cafe, and the whole reason he started the cafe was just to, like, properly do Airbnb so he could, like, do the payments at the cafe. And it was a nice cafe, too, you know? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, just some weird old archaic rules here that they seem less likely to get rid of. For example, uh, dancing at clubs was illegal past 10 p.m. until very, very recently. I think in all of Japan they were doing it, but Osaka was holding on to that way longer than Tokyo did. Um, so, yeah, one one big difference is, like, these archaic rules, I think, or uh, the police seem to, like, crack down on things here that don't really matter that would stop. You know, you hear that, and what company is going to want to come open a shop out here when you hear, like, dancing's illegal yeah, past 10 yeah. p.m.? Like, I don't want to do business in a place like that. Or yeah, we, I guess this stems from us loving some um, companies out in Tokyo. 
and they're not out in, in Kansai where we are. And you oh, think sure. like Osaka's like the second biggest cultural hub. Like why isn't this massive ramen chain where there's like 15 of them, Afuri Ramen in Tokyo, they opened up in Portland, but I'm in Japan, three hours by Shinkansen, and I can't get this ramen still. Like, what's going on here? Yeah, or even... Countless like, times we've asked this question. Oh, there's Western chains like um, Shake Shack, which yeah. is a, a delicious hamburger place. And, and now it's there's always like, the rival of In-N-Out Burger. I'm from California, so I'm going to go In-N-Out every day. But, um, but Shake Shack's delicious, too. And there's around five of those now in Tokyo. Yeah, and, and still. Tokyo keeps opening them up. Like, they, they open up at And they'll be like... And they start to get in, like, these small little districts, and you start to be like, all right, well, what's going on yeah. here? Like, all right, I understand. You got a branch in Shibuya. You're going to go to Shinjuku. You're going to get tons of business. But then they went to, like, Yokohama, and I'm just like, yeah. Osaka's wow. Osaka. a huge Come place. On. If they, I guarantee if they opened up a Shake Shack out here, there would be a line out the door, yeah, like, yeah. around the block, you know? Yeah. Um, so, so we had heard on another podcast. I can't remember the name of that one. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's called Disrupting Japan. Disrupting it's Japan. About, um, it's about opening businesses and startups yeah, out here. Yeah, it's yeah. cool. It's an interesting one. You know, it's not – I don't really like business, per se, like, as a study, but – you know the parts that affect my life I do yeah and that guy has said like people are less likely to take, take risks in Osaka like local Japanese people yeah so people are more likely to invest in a new idea or a new company in Tokyo in Tokyo yeah. and I, I mean the more at first I kind of thought like well maybe that maybe that's a little bit true but I don't I don't think it's really that true yeah I didn't really buy into it at first either but it's kind of soaked in yeah. over about a year for us right yeah we've all I'm almost been here for about four years and now I'm starting to see like that, that mentality of just like things just staying as they are which in some ways i guess that's kind of good because it retains like a lot of the culture the actual culture uh of of the cities and uh of the community and stuff but at the at the same time i do like modern cities and i like the newest latest greatest um yeah in some in some ways you know yeah i have two thoughts on that one thing like it's really easy to complain about some things about Japan and say, like, why can't they do it like the West? And I found myself getting caught up in that my first couple of years here. But then I remember, like, because Japan is so different, whether that's good or bad, that I was so interested in coming here in the first place, you know? Yeah. It just seemed like this complete opposite, weird, not weird, but just so different uh, place that I was attracted to it. And, you know, if they, another country we lived in, like Korea, is very quick to adapt to uh, Western things and they'll borrow and make it better sometimes or sometimes just straight right, uh, outright steal, right? Yeah. But, like, I think that Korean identity is going to go away faster. It was really hard to find, like, shirts in Korean sometimes or just traditional Korean buildings, you know? Yeah, when yeah. There. I, in our old podcast. It was, it was sad, yeah. yeah. I remember us talking about how, like, um, there's never Korean writing on T-shirts, yeah, like, yeah, ever. Yeah. Like, in Japan, I see it. You know, on occasion, not as often as I see Ameri- you know, English, right? I had but, friends come to visit, and they said, like, oh, I kind of, like, want to, like, you show me, like, some Korean buildings, or, like, I want to see, like, Korean writing, like, on signs and stuff. You know, you got to have to, like, work. I took them all the way out by your place. Yeah, and, yeah, uh, out into the mountains yeah, and stuff yeah, yeah. to find something. But, uh, yeah, that, and that's the cool thing about Japan is you don't have to look far for that ever. I mean, you're going to get that kind of cultural heritage, you know, holding on to. So there's pros and cons, but... You hit on that uh, Tokyo is a good place to find, like, special niche things. And that's always a big takeaway for me when I go is, like, uh, there's a clothing store I really like called Capital. And they only have, like, 10 stores in all of Japan. 
And I was just taking a random street, not in a cool neighborhood, as a Migro, you know, not like Naka Migro, which is known for like fashion, just Migro, you know, kind of residential neighborhood. Just took a random alley, you know, and I saw this cool shop, and it turned out to be like a Capitol store that I didn't even know about, and went in there, and it was so cool. Uh, there was like a tatami set up outside of the shop, and a bunch of like old beer cans and shoes, but there was no one there. It was like a garage scene, you know? It's like, oh, cool, it's like an art installation or something. But I think it was legit, like, a hangout space and I just missed a party because I went into the store and I, like, had the shop attendant run at me and, like, grabbed my shoes. Be like, shoes off, shoes off. So this is a story. You're supposed to take your shoes off. Oh, but wow. I just thought it was, like, yeah, an art piece. I saw shoes outside, but everything else was, like, desolate. <laughs> looked cool. So I just figured it was, like, a statement or something. Um, so, yeah, just, like, again, normally I'd have to, like, research where those stores are and, like, seek them out and make a whole day trip, you know, to go see them out here. But just, you know, walking down random streets and stuff, you see, yeah, particular brands or um, there's a lot of cool art shows. You know, there's always, like, a cool movie director who's doing, like, a museum exhibit when I'm out there. And yeah, always, if you like collaborations or small little, like, um, one-of-a-kind stores, you know, like, your favorite company's got, like, one special line store, it's always going to be, like, Tokyo and London and Paris, you know, that's, I mean, that's it. In yeah, the I mean, you, you were walking around and you f- saw uh, Hiroshi Fujiwara's, like, art installation yeah. just happened that, to walk by, right? In the morning, I walked by that space. No, it was empty. The afternoon, I came back 12 hours later. Full Fujiwara, like, yeah. a 12 by 12, like, a Technics vinyl uh, art display free yeah and uh he's a good example like that's a guy the kind of guys that are in tokyo and are doing interesting things he um you could research this uh if you google it he opened up a um a pop-up store inside of like a a parking lot like a parking garage it's called the parking ginza yeah parking yeah yeah and i mean these kind of people you know they have the money and they go to tokyo and they're they're able to do these interesting projects and they open up restaurants i mean his restaurant's one of our favorite restaurants in tokyo yeah yeah, city shop it's yeah. really healthy good food yeah before that one he had a place called the pool it was in oyama uh yeah it's like an old pool inside so yeah i think you know there's just so many people coming there there's a lot of people spending money in tokyo because it is again this kind of ritzy place that i think uh you can do a lot of artistic stuff i think it comes down to that yeah if you like really artsy things tokyo's just got a lot more of it um i think too opportunities we were talking a little bit about this when we were off mic but opportunities are are much more uh, present like you know when we started researching about japan um when you and i separately came across this stuff but like we'd hear these stories of these these guys that just moved to japan learned a little bit of japanese and get jobs at japanese game companies or magazines magazines uh, or like art houses and stuff like that and um you know, just just randomly, or they'd be on NHK, like an actor on NHK or something. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, the television stations. And that 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 stuff doesn't happen. I never hear those stories in uh, here in Osaka. But I think you could speak to. I don't know if you want to divulge your story. I have like about. a fifty percent chance of when I go to Tokyo and I stay for like a week at a time, where there's almost always some kind of interaction where I feel like you know if I stayed here longer or like developed this a bit more this could turn into like not that I dislike teaching or anything but it's not like my dream dream job you know it's not uh, I'd like to work like in the creative field somehow uh, but you know I've been walking the streets before and got picked up to do modeling and stuff and like kind of cool magazines that I actually read and like you know which you know 
every day in my life I live out here, you know, that never happens. Or I saw Asano Toronabu, he's my favorite Japanese actor, just on this last trip, eating at a pizza place, you know, just low-key, you know, no one bothering him. My favorite coffee shop, uh, I was sitting next to an architect who designed, uh, like, the biggest international school in Japan. And I was telling him I was an international school teacher, and he's like, oh, do you know this school? I'm like, yeah. He's like, oh, yeah, I designed that building. And, yeah, I like architecture a lot, so I'm just telling him about my favorite Japanese architects and stuff, you know. And that, you know, that was just a fun conversation. But then recently I was there, I met this German dude who just knew a lot of the same stuff Matt and I know about, whether it's from art or fashion or records. And uh, he... He was in like the beverage industry, so he opens up bars and cafes and things like that. And he seemed interested in doing like business together, you know, just because we're like-minded people. Yeah, we should just start something, sit down and start something together. But you know, it's, it's kind of hard to do by, from so, so far away or by proxy. But that kind of stuff, I wouldn't say happens all the time there. But if you consider, I'm there maybe 20 days out of the year, <laughs> and that happens probably about once a year. I'll meet someone where you feel like you're going in this direction where it's kind of like exciting and more than just, you know, striking up a conversation at a coffee shop, but maybe even just like a long-term friend or something. Yeah. I mean, um, it's very artistic and, you know, it attracts artistic people. I think it's similar to like the major cities in that way. London, you'd probably end. Los Angeles, if you're kind of a fish out of water over there, you might have more opportunities or might, uh, you know, I, happen into to meeting somebody who's famous or... And maybe it's because, you know, I'm foreign or an outsider there that I might stand out a little bit more with people. But I feel like I've been to London and New York and stuff before and people are a little bit cold or not that friendly to open up and say, oh, here's my job, here's, oh, here's I what I do. I agree completely. But Los then, Angeles would be the same way. You know, Tokyo, I'm from Los Angeles. Tokyo has that image from Osaka's point of view. People view Tokyo people like that. Oh, yeah, they're really sterile and they're not funny and, you know, they're not going to talk to you deeply. But personally, I think if you hang out in the right neighborhoods, you know? Yeah, I think if you're in, like, Shinagawa or Shinjuku, maybe. But if you're hanging out in the kind of the cool spots, listen to our Tokyo episode, and we'll tell you all the cool spots. Um, I've always met super cool people. Or Another big part for us is, like, we don't speak Japanese. So out there, you know, a lot of people are speaking English. So I can meet really cool Japanese people, you know? who I can communicate with. And yeah, it's maybe a if lot I can, easier. So maybe that's not a fair comparison, you know, if we spoke Japanese here, you know, maybe we'd be able to communicate and get to know these people we're sitting next to our coffee shops. Maybe they are, like, you know, in the creative fields. Um, but, yeah, the fact is almost everyone out there can speak some English, you know? Yeah. I think, I think one thing that Osaka has going for it, though, um, I, people... People might not speak as much English in general. I, I do still find that most people have a lot more English than they let on. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, so I do think the English is pretty good in this country. But um, but a lot. I think people can be friendly at times. Like I mean, there's people that come up to me all the time, and they might start off in Japanese, and then they start speaking in English. Um, so I do. We do meet people like the guy down the street, right? Yeah. Um, you get a lot of big smiles in Osaka. I'd say, you know. Yeah. Uh, so I wouldn't say, like, people are particularly unfriendly, but maybe there's just, like, a... Um, I mean, maybe people keep to themselves a little bit more. Maybe that uh, might be the, well, the way the, to describe Yeah, it. the journalization is that people in Osaka are, like, the friendliest, nicest people, you know? And I think that's probably true. My point is this that uh, it's hard to make a deeper fr- friendship than just someone, like, helping you find directions or... Maybe the barrier to entry is a little, a little stronger. Yeah, I think that's just because we don't speak Japanese, you know? Yeah. But um, what would you say Osaka has that Tokyo doesn't? 
Well, I think it has the character, like you were kind of talking about. Like, it does have that street cred. It has the grime. It has, like, these industrial areas that, you know, you don't really get um, in the in Tokyo proper. You get it maybe in the outskirts, like in the suburbs or in Yokohama or something. Mm. But um, it, it has a very, like, urban, real, you know, like, dirty kind of run-down kind of feel at times. Yeah. And I think that brings a lot of character to it. Mm that um, you wouldn't necessarily get, you know, just downtown Tokyo where everything's changing, everything's, you know, new buildings going all the time, right? Yeah. Um, I think people put up less of a front here. I'll definitely say that. Like, uh, yeah, we are at a hip-hop show, which is kind of famous, you know, hip-hop's a famous genre for people putting up a front to some yeah. degree. Uh, but I get less, like, people trying to be super cool all the time here in Tokyo. Maybe that's just because I'm an outsider, but I feel like everyone there is always, you know, dressed really to the nines or yeah. doing it like totally perfect and it can seem like a little bit intimidating yeah maybe a little they're a little more pretentious um i mean tokyo is known for fashion and stuff so i don't think that's any um yeah secret any, yeah but i think also you know like you get approached by a lot of people but you're a lot more fashionable than i am i don't think i'm as you know i don't wear like don't sell the, yourself short yeah but you know you know what i mean like i don't wear like the expensive name brand clothes like you do you know like you you know like what are cool japanese brands but you're more in that game right so i think more people are going to be attracted to you just because they're like hey man i used to have those pants or i used to have those shoes or i used to have that you know that shirt where you know i don't think you know i think wearing zara and stuff is not gonna like you know wow anybody right i don't know i I think there's a part of that yeah. But I think that goes into, like, I mean, it would be the same in L.A. When I was wearing Target clothes and stuff, I don't think anybody's going to say, hey, do you want to be in a movie? You yeah. know? We're, but, get, we're getting on a tangent here, but, you know, I think I think people, in terms of my view on fashion, is anyone can take expensive brands and look good in them, but a real person who knows fashion can take 20 bucks and make it look good, you know? So yeah, I think, I, I think yeah. people who really know fashion would, would think, you know... No, I agree with that, yeah, too. But yeah. I would say that, like, you know, compared to a lot of, you know... I don't know. I know what you're saying. A lot of Californians, the people who visit me, you know, and stuff, like, I mean, you're slightly more fashionable than, you know, you're just your average tourist, right? So I think they know that you know about some of that stuff. That might be, like, you know, something that can start a conversation, like I said. It It does work. Like, I like Japanese. I try to buy Japanese brands, just like records here. You know, like, you're in Japan. You should try what's going on here. So I think that does help break the ice sometimes. Like, whoa, you're wearing this brand, and yeah. I like that brand too, or whatever. Oh, yeah. Also, like you were saying, you that, that German guy that you met, you you knew a lot about like the places that he knew and the you know the things that you guys had a lot to talk about. But you're good at researching. You know, you know about like Tokyo. You know, you know about like the secret spots and well, you know, the restaurants that not everybody knows about. But I I feel at home there, I guess, because like out here, it's, you're always trying to have to like explain yourself or. Why would you research like that to find yeah. these places? And when I'm there, it's always like, yeah, of course, that's what you do. You know, like it just seemed like normal. Where I, here, I often feel weird. Or it takes me like tw- ten minutes to explain. Oh, you don't know what this is. Well, here, here, here's kind of the basic background. You know, yeah. we're there. It's just like you're on the same page. You know, and you're learning new things and being pushed creatively too. You know, yeah. like oh, hey, what? I don't know that brand, or I don't know that cool coffee shop, or I don't know that neighborhood. Like, where is it? You know, it's fun to to learn and expand your knowledge. Or on the flip side of that, you know, I I tend to go into things not knowing like what I'm gonna go see and just like 
go off in like whatever direction and then see what I find, right? Yeah. Uh, I, I do do research, I, and actually, you have inspired me to do a lot more research, you know, now. So I, I do find myself doing a lot more. But I, I still tend to like think that Tokyo is the best place to do that yeah, because you, you can just go and you don't need to have like a particular place you want to go to and you can find something nice, you know, or something yeah. cool yeah. or something unique, you know. Um, you get it in Osaka too. Like, yeah. I feel like Osaka in does this happen. episode, we're making it sound like we don't like Osaka and we do a lot. And if there is in Tokyo, then yeah, then it's all about Osaka, you know? Yeah. It just so happens that. A lot of the things that they do, they're both big cities, right? Yeah. And Tokyo is a better big city than Osaka. It just has a bigger concentration. And like we, we said, what it goes back to, to is just the entrepreneurship, like that, that uh, spirit of entrepreneurship that it just isn't quite here. Yeah. That's not to say that Osaka doesn't have some of the yeah. most awesome stuff, you know? Yeah. Like it well, does. Osaka's like, yeah, it's cheaper too. Like if you're going to be living here, you know, you want to buy a house or an apartment, you know, yeah. it's like half the price out here. Yeah. Um, you know, eating out and stuff can be a little bit cheaper. It's really it's like street food here is pretty good or like a step above street food. They call it like B-class gourmet. You know, $8 and eat like awesome curry and stuff here. So I would say it's, yeah, you were saying before, it's more humble or down the earth. So things are cheaper. It's easier just to walk into a shop, I think. You know you're not going to get charged like $100 for something, which mm-hmm. in Tokyo is kind of scary, you know? Yeah. You can't just walk in anywhere and not know prices yeah, sometimes. Yeah, I always check a label first, you Monster, know? by the way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was Aka Gorilla. Yeah. Gorilla. So at this yeah. show, you know, like, I guess it's pretty different back home. None of these are like major celebrities or anything, but to us, they're kind of celebrities, you know? And they're just hanging out, selling their own shirts, walking around. No one's like... When I saw Asano, the guy I like a lot, no one like talks to him or anything. Maybe people just respect each other's private time or space more. Well, I'll say like living in Los Angeles, one an unspoken rule is that you leave like celebrities alone. You know, you could say what's up, but but typically, you know, this is their hometown. You know, or they they need to do their their thing. Uh, tourists and stuff will go up to them and you know ask for autographs and stuff all, all the time but if you live there in the same neighborhood that they live in you know it's, it's kind of a nice thing to not bug hassle them you know yeah, yeah, yeah. i mean that's why a lot of celebrities move to france because in france to like you could be a celebrity them. and nobody says anything to you it kind of goes against that generalization of like the japanese fangirl you know like when they see like i don't know one direction or the beatles yeah, and they're like yeah. flog going crazy but i think that's like a special niche think, thing yeah i think that there there is that but that has to be reserved for like those the biggest, major yeah. major label people like smap or akb48 yeah. or people that can't leave their house without being recognized immediately you know by otaku you know the real otaku mm. so um i have one more thing to say about tokyo versus Osaka. sure do you have do you have much more no no right. i think we we've covered it pretty well what about nature like because you know the bigger the city people usually say like oh well there's no nature and i know i have some people in my neighborhood who i told them i like tokyo you know and they're like but you have a kid like we have the ocean and we have mountains like how could you go live in the concrete jungle you know and your kid you're gonna give them like a worse life you know well i I think one thing that i've always felt about japan i know i've mentioned this on a previous podcast probably the tokyo podcast but i remember on my first trip to tokyo i was surprised by the amount of uh, nature that they kept in the city mm. so like you'll have like a building and then you'll have like a, a building covered in ivy or a building or the building will be right next to a, a shrine or a temple yeah. you know where it has 
you know, a little a small, tiny forest, you know, in there with bamboo and stuff like that. Yeah. And I don't know, like, I think just Japan in general is really good about that. They keep, you know, little bits of nature in these neighborhoods that would otherwise just be urban, you know, like、mm. urban buildings and stuff. Where in other places I've been to, you know, Korea was pretty good about this too. They always kept like parks and, and mountain paths and stuff, kind of, especially in the suburbs of Seoul, right?、Um, yeah, yeah, it was very、uh, meditated though. Yeah. Like the city planning, you could clearly tell if you looked at it from like an above view photo was made、yeah. for that. Where this feels more like ad hoc, like, oh, hey, we got a lot of concrete and stuff here. We need to like get some green. Let's just plant, quickly plant some trees or throw some ivy on this building. Or it feels a little more organic. Here to me, yeah. I, I think too. I mean, it's a little more tropical here, too. Yeah, so, that's I mean, true, it's that's easier、true. for things to grow, you know.、Yeah. Um, uh, we're so, staring at a bunch of palm trees right now, yeah, yeah. And these, these things shouldn't, for all、it's、intents、weird. and purposes, not, here,、yeah. not be here. And、uh, Hanami season, you know, we got the cherry blossoms as well, and, yeah, that's true, that's、um, true. But Uh, yeah, I don't know. I think there, you know, there's a consciousness, and I think you know, both Tokyo and Osaka are really old places, and I think a lot of these places still, you know, the parks and stuff still had some significance to like the past, you know, like their shrines or temples that were there. Yeah, yeah. The zoning, yeah, zoning here is crazy. Like, there's no modern day, well, generally, there's not modern day zoning. It goes back from like Edo Meiji period of like. Like where the samurai and stuff used to live before, those are still considered like the nice parts of town. Those are the expensive parts of town. They're high, higher up.、Um, so, because of that, yeah, you're, you're not getting like、uh, in other countries like Korea that like recently, you know, they come in and get these big city planners and design like the perfect city, you know.、Um, but that being said, there is still just a lot of, I think, a lot of nature. We had Tom on the show before, you know, and he was critical of the, the nature. I guess it depends where you come from. But do you feel Osaka or Tokyo, either one, has、uh, more preserved nature? I mean, it's hard to say. I guess, you know, anytime you go just out of the city, there's a lot more nature. So, like, if you're going down to the、uh, southern Osaka,、yeah. where Wakayama is. So it's quicker, and Osaka、yeah. is quick to get out of the、yeah. city. You get on a train in like 20 minutes and you'll、well, be out in the middle of nowhere. 30 minutes, I could be at a really nice hike, you know. Middle of nowhere. Like, yeah. yeah, middle of nowhere. In Tokyo, I mean, you're going to probably spend an hour or more getting out of the city. Yeah. And I think in both places, you're never more than like a 20 minute walk to a, the nearest park. There's always like a yeah, park somewhere. So for me, there's, there's parks. Now, granted, they might be dirt parks or, you know, they, I, I think Tokyo's, honestly, the parks are better than Osaka. Or Kobe, I mean, even or Kyoto. Probably better cap. Yeah, yeah they're, they're a little up cap. Nicer. But, but then again, you know, Osaka has some great, yeah, great we, parks. Yeah, we've, we've seen a lot of nice parks、Uchibu、today. Utsubo Park、walk. is great. You know,、um, like the ones that they have downtown by, like, you know, Umeda, some really nice parks. Yeah,、um, yeah. I just was at one that had a, basically a beach that went into the canal, like where、mm. people were playing volleyball and throwing beach balls. It was not the ocean. Yeah, yeah. You know? Um, And my wife and I, we were just so surprised that hey, there's a little beach in, this, in the middle of the city, which is kind of crazy. That's really weird, yeah. But, um, but、uh, that was, you know, that's the kind of stuff that they keep in Osaka. You know, I mean, they're, they're trying to build,、uh, keep a little bit of nature everywhere.、Um, I, I, personally, I don't see that much of a difference. And maybe it's just because I live near a couple of big parks and yeah, yeah, some. Yeah. You know, kind of famous parks like、uh, Sumiyoshi Taisha, which is like the,、um, the big temple in our neighborhood.、Uh, 
it's got a huge park there and there's a park by our home Bondike Park and um, you know so we're, we're kind of surrounded by some really nice nature yeah, yeah. you know yeah. it is artificial of course you know it's parks that they built and, sure sure but um, yeah. but it's still around us you know to sum it up I think like if you think Tokyo is too big of a city listen to our Tokyo podcast and check out those neighborhoods because those are the ones that make you feel like you're not in a big city yeah and if you think like I don't know Osaka's like all dirty and small you know it's not either it's got a lot of heart and uh, you know there's, if you like kind of grit you think about your own country you know where do you like you like cities like working class cities or rougher cities you know check out Osaka do you like LA or New York check out Tokyo yeah, yeah. I, I think that's a good way to compare it. You know, like if you, if you like a little more down to earth, you know, maybe Osaka and Kansai, you know, cities are good for you. Um, they always say Tokyo's like New York and Osaka's like LA, San Diego. Yeah. I will say I like California better than New York, but I like Tokyo better Thank than Osaka. Yeah, so yeah. That, that messes up everything that we just I said. I have to but. agree, but I've always wanted to go to New York too. So uh, oh, you've never been? I've never been, no, yeah. I've been so, both, but. Yeah, it's, it's on my list. Yeah. Hopefully I'll get to go soon. But, um, but yeah, we're going we're gonna to have to do an, a whole episode on Osaka. I don't know if we've done a full one, have we? We've done, we've done like the underground and, you know, different parts. But People probably appreciate it if we covered some of the bigger things like Dotanbori and... Yeah, I feel like we could still talk about those places and talk about like a little more underground, you know, yeah. stuff and things that are a little more interesting. I, um, I we talked about Horie once, right? That's, yeah, we that's, did. We did Umeda. I think we did Namba. But yeah, let us know. Like, if there's something, we're, we're coming up on some free time. We almost got our summer break as teachers. You know, by yeah. the time we get responses and get recording again, yeah. so let us know where you want us to go, and uh, we'll go there and do give us an excuse to do a podcast on it. Yeah, I can't wait. Um, you know, if you, thanks to everybody that's been like, you know, following us and reaching out to us. You know, a lot, a lot of great questions. And if you do have any um, good questions or are there any comments on our podcast, please, please reach out. You can find us on Instagram at Japan 2.0, spell out point. Uh, we're on Twitter, same, Japan 2.0. Yeah. Um, we're everywhere, man. Yeah, Facebook, everywhere. Japan 2.0. Uh, we're on all, almost all the podcasts. Uh, yes, you got Stitcher. Yeah, we got, yeah, we, got, we Google, got Stitcher. I got Stitcher for a while, Google, Google Play. That's right. iTunes, of course. Yeah. Um, Mixcloud, we're even on Mixcloud. I don't know if anybody's listening on Mixcloud, but if you are, you know, shout out. Yeah, um, I'm going to do a Japanese fashion series. I've been talking about it for a while, but I bought a bunch of books actually recently on them. So I actually like have some good research that's not on the internet. Yeah. You know? We got uh, a big video game one coming up too. So oh, yeah, if you yeah, like that Persona podcast that we did a while back, you know, go back and check that out again because uh, we're going to have another one that I think you're going to really like. Yeah. So I'm going to do some mini ones over the summer, you know. Yeah. Just I'm getting back in the mixtape game too, so... You'll get another mixtape or two. So yeah, we're we're back. Out. We'll be back in full force. Probably releasing two a month. But I, I once hope we so, hit yeah. once we hit June or July, right? Yeah, I hope so. Yeah. All right. Well, this is a mini. That's why there's no music and stuff. But oh, uh, you got some music in the background. Yeah, you, you though, get the free you get the free music in the background. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, keep on listening, and we'll be back in the swing of things. Probably starting around June. All right. Yeah. Until next time. Peace. Bye bye.